a very warm welcome to what has officially now been dubbed as an untitled blues pod with myself, Paul Sebastiani, and Nicholas Negropontis. Nick, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening to all our listeners. Yes, we have podcast art, thanks to our good friends at Bing AI Generator. Yes, well done. I'm actually uh, pleasantly surprised at how well that's come up. We can always change it, because I can, can change the, the text at the bottom. We but. can. <laughs> I like it. It's good. It's good. These things have to come and flow like, naturally. My thought was, there are so many Carlton podcasts, I don't want to have to go through them all, see what names are taken. <laughs> You know what name isn't taken? What? The Untitled Podcast. <laughs> so we've officially found our name. Okay, this is good. It hasn't been contrived. Uh, it's been a natural process, <laughs> and we have found the name of this podcast finally after, what, it's been, well, a year now. <laughs> yeah, a year, full year. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, it's been a, a long while since the internship days, but uh, here we are now. Here, Here we, we are. are. Uh, so you and I had the privilege of getting down to the club on Friday mm-hmm. last week to have a watch of the boys go through a, well, what was it, what was apparently a light session in inverted commas. For you and I, it wouldn't have been light. Oh, no, I would have been dead in 20 minutes. We would have been puffed after the warm-up. But the lads had a big session on the Monday, a full-blown match simulation, and there were a few names that were missing, which we will go through. I know you penned mm-hmm. an article uh, on the Friday of players that had missed out on that session and players who were on very light duties or lighter duties. Uh, so we'll go through the takeaways of what we saw from that training session and then what to look for on Thursday because Carlton is back in action on Thursday morning at Icon Park. They are. They're playing Geelong at Icon Park on Thursday. Can I just say before we get into anything further, mm-hmm. let's not overreact to what we see on Thursday. Please. Please. <laughs> like this, this, is, this is going to be... A nice little little warm up. The Correct. things that we will take away are: Correct. how does Orazio look? How yep. does is anyone looking particularly fitter or faster? Or yep. you know, that's the kind of thing that I'll be looking for. Uh, you know, something like does Sam Durden perform better than Lewis Young? Like these are the takeaways that Correct. I'll be looking for. Not, you know, Carlton loses by sixty points to Geelong. Oh my God, what do we do? Exactly. Like if you looked at the Essen and Melbourne, uh, the Richmond Melbourne game on Sunday. Yep. The D's kicked five first five goals of the game. Richmond kicked the next 10 goals, and then Melbourne kicked the next five goals after that. And and they played how many periods? They played six. Seven? Six, six periods. Okay, right. So I don't know if something similar is going to happen against Geelong. I would assume that there's going to be I, – I think there's going to be a patch where AFL players play. Yeah. Probably three periods, I would say, something like you that. You would think so. And then there will be an influx of VFL Players. That's what happened on Sunday. I don't know whether yeah, the Blues will do the same. We will see if that happens, but uh, just keep an eye out for that if you're there on Thursday, that there might be some players with very, very big numbers on their backs, which will probably represent Carlton's VFL team. That's not confirmed yet, but I would assume that that's probably going to be the case. All right, so Friday went by. We were down there. There weren't, there wasn't too much media down there. Terry was there, of course, from BA, Chloe, and a few others, and John O'Baruch, and there was a bit of a... Carlton Mafia type <laughs> vibe going on, which is fantastic. That's Only people going to a light training session um, in February. Exactly right. Um, Andrew Wu, who I had no idea yeah. was a Carlton man. Good fella. And Theo Deropoulos. Also a Carlton man. Also a Carlton man. So welcome to the party, guys. That's it. Hope you're, <laughs> hope you're tuning in. Welcome to the party. Uh, so you jotted down notes. I jotted down some notes. What were your main takeaways from that session. So obviously it was a lighter session. They did some yes. some skill drills, some yep. basic stuff, and then they were practicing end-to-end transition, basically 
uh, coach would throw the ball in in the back pocket uh, to a player under pressure who would then have to get the ball off and move the ball to one end of, end of the ground to the other end of the ground. Um, obviously, the the main takeaways that we saw were the players who weren't there. Mm-hmm. And as we were told, they did full match team on Monday and obviously have uh, Geelong on Thursday. So they weren't going to do anything too hectic on that Friday. Mm-hmm. So Sam Walsh was doing individual drills inside. From what we've been told, he's fine. Um, no injury concern to be worried about. He was just he was just training in, inside away from the group. Yep. Uh, Matt Kennedy had his left knee strapped and was just doing some laps. Uh, same with Jack Martin. His strapping was a bit heavier than Kennedy's. Um, he was just doing some laps as well. Jack Martin did look a little bit ginger, just a little bit. Maybe he copped a yeah. knock. I mean, if if he's not playing in the Geelong game, you you know why? It's because yep. he's got got probably a minor knee issue. Corey Durden and Caleb Marchbank were also just running laps. I believe mm-hmm. they were just being put on separate programs just to manage them through a big week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Carroll uh, was also doing the the same thing a light session. The biggest applause of the day came when Jacob Wittering yes came down the race and yes did a few uh, run throughs jog throughs yeah I would say jog throughs yes not run throughs but good for him good, good to see him out there he definitely yep. is a while away yes um, from from what we saw um, but as far as modified programs that was that was it pretty much it it wasn't that those players that were on those programs and away from the main group weren't long term no or anything like that. So there, there's no real cause for concern no, with regards to the complexity of the season. It's Wiedering and Jack Silvani who yep. won't play round zero, yep. and everyone else is seemingly up for selection, which is knock on wood, hopefully, right. how it goes going into the year. So Fingers crossed. We will find out. We will. Uh, five names for me which stood out at training on the day. Yep. The two Holdens boys I thought were clear standouts for me. Zach Williams. Yep. And Billy Wilson. Billy was very involved. Five names. He was very involved. He had a few iffy moments by foot. Yep. But when you get the ball that many times and you're still only 18 years old, that's understandable. But one thing I do like is that he pins his ears back. He doesn't he shirk the task, does he? And he's he's noticeable too. Very, very noticeable, and which is something that I think is a big tick for a, for a young man who's only just come into the AFL. So I think it's great. For him, and I think he will play and did pit this earlier in the preseason. I think he will play before Ashton Moyer just because of the way the positions are yeah. are with our list and, and the position that he's probably going to ascertain in the squad this season. And I think just his aerobic capacity looks a little bit... He looks more physically developed. I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah, so Ashton Moyer is bigger, but Billy Wilson is a lot more cut and shredded and looks like he covers mm. the ground far better than what Ashton Moyer does. And he's getting from a lot more. He's getting to a lot more contests, yep. which is great for uh, for an eighteen year old. And so a lot to like about him. He's clearly being pinned as a halfback. Yes, despite like he was probably drafted on his midfield work late mm-hmm. in the under eighteen season, mm-hmm. uh, but he's being used across halfback. It would appear. And uh, Carlton did say that he was training with the midfielders in the first part of yep. the preseason. So he's obviously going to learn that bit of the game too. But. I like the fact that, and you do see that now, when young players come in, if they are going to be midfielders in the future, playing off halfback is usually what they'll start to do. Callum Mills did yeah. it, um, you know, and, and I think I think that's a great lesson to learn when you're coming into the system. But yes, as you said, Elijah and Ollie both very impressive. Mm. Ollie looks like maybe the fittest player who was out there on yeah. 
on Friday. Um, obviously, Sam Walsh was not there. Uh, yeah, he he looked incredible. He looked thicker. He looked faster. Yes. And Elijah just covers the ground. He does, doesn't He's he? He's got a good yeah. good shoe on him. Vossi was very uh, very bullish on him. Yeah, with, on, uh, on SEM. Kane Corns on, on and Friday. David King, wasn't he? <laughs> I, I think I think we need to start talking about Elijah as a best twenty-two player. And yeah. it has he hasn't. I know he hasn't played a game yet. Yes. But I get the feeling post buy he'll be straight into the team or match match run around well, in the VFL and then he'll be in the next week. He, he's in that area of the ground that we really need someone to mm. find that next level in half forward midfield. And he's I, in that area. It's interesting because we have a lot of depth there now. Yep. When you've got him yep. uh, injected into there, mm-hmm. you got Jesse Modlock probably going up another level. Mm-hmm. Orazio's injected into there. Mm. Owies, Durden, Cunningham, Fogarty. Mm. Martin, it's a lot of players competing for two, three spots. I'll tell you who I've really loved in this preseason, and I just look at him and just think, yeah, you're a specimen. You've really, you're gleaming in the coat like a racehorse. Third up, good constitution. You're ready to rock and roll. Jesse Motlop. He looks good. (laughs) Well, Vossi named him as the player who has had the best preseason at Carlton on Friday morning. He's he's a small forward, but he's solid. Yeah, he's going to be very hard to tackle. He's quick. He's got an eye for goal. Uh, I think he is our best small forward. If uh, I gave you over under thirty two point five goals for Jesse Modlock, ooh, that's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good line. I'm saying just under. I'm saying thirty. I think he'll kick thirty just this season. Right on. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we want we want him to kick thirty. What did you say that he and Orazio had to kick this season? Fifty seven. 57 combined. That's it. Not quite 60. <laughs> okay, 60 is right. a lot. 57 and 57. a half is the line. Okay. Right. Okay. Deary V. All right. I like that. Well, 56 and a half is the line. Yeah. Is that the line? Okay. Orazio like ahead of Owies? Well, there were coaches and people were saying that Owies had been training really, really well so far this preseason. Like, well, I mean, it seems like everyone has. Yeah, but th- is, that doesn't mean that he's see, ahead of Fantasia. Just on that, so... People always call out, oh, you, everyone always says everyone's training the house down. It never happens at Carlton because we've always got 12 injuries. <laughs> so it's not necessarily I that it's true. McGovern and Fogarty and Cunningham are training the house down. It's that they're training. Exactly. That's a huge difference compared the, to this time last year. They're on the park. They're actually training. I'll tell you who really, not absolutely impressed me, but a player who took, uh, did he take my eye? No, I wouldn't say he took my eye, but. I think he's a player to watch this season, Lockie Fogarty. Yeah, he looked good. He's a big boy. He looked fresh. Yeah, he's really solid. Don't so last season he missed a fair chunk of the preseason with that back injury. Yeah, which he sustained, which is never great, clearly. And then in the back half of last season, he was part of that forward line which turned the season around. Correct. His tackling is elite. His tackle numbers are huge. His pressure acts. Are it's it's something that he has obviously honed in on in that forward line, and it seems as though, and I don't know if this is true, but it seems as though they've just said to him, and it's not as simple as this, but this is your mm-hmm. area, tackling pressure. You get this right, the goals will come. If we're kicking goals and and your teammates are kicking goals because you're doing this, you're in the team. Yeah, his role is is pretty much get fifteen disposals, lay six and a half, seven tackles, mm-hmm. um, you know. And be sort of a good transition player running running back. And if you can tick those three boxes. Yeah, exactly. That's, exactly. All, we, that's all, all we're asking and, for. Now. And if you can somehow, some way start to really turn that into goals and add that mm. into your game, well, you're probably going to play more a, often than not. A player that stood out to me, and he stood out to me because we both saw it. 
it was a, a poor Domokoi kick out of the back line. Ah, oh, God, That yes. led to <laughs> our poor friend Adam Chera getting absolutely smashed yeah, by Tom DeConning in a contest. Crunched. And I said, oh, no, George Hewitt's gone down. And then it took me a second, and I'm like, that's that's Chera. Chera. He's he's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's ripped as too. He looks ripped. Yeah. He's put on he's put on some size. He looks like a like a proper, like fully developed on bowler at the moment. Don't um, forget, he's still young and in well, yeah. not in the infancy of his career, but he's still got another again touch wood. He's still got another decade of football left. He's, yeah, he hasn't reached his peak yet. Nope. And yeah, he'll be one who I think will be integral to us going up a level this year. I completely agree. I think he's going to be one of, if not our best midfielder, and. That's proven on our. Is that proven on our depth chart? Yeah, I've got him above Chris. That got a bit of love on. Uh, it did. Twitter, by the way. People love the depth. They're chart. loving that depth chart. The only thing is that we've had our first red line on it. Which yeah, Jack. That's okay. If you want to see upsetting. the depth chart, just head to at Nick, Nick Negapontis on Twitter. Yes, or That's maybe one day you can head to. Yeah, <laughs> at on Untitled Carlton Podcast. Yes, at Untitled Carlton. Maybe Podcast. just grab that Twitter handle while we're here. The Twitter well, handle? Yeah, but someone else does. We'll make it up. Oh, that's a yeah, good idea. Yeah, 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 someone will steal it if that's the case. Actually, this this won't be up on air before um before I get that sorted. <laughs> so we can we can sort that out before this goes on air. Hopefully, uh, we'll trademark it, copyright it, um, and make millions. Hopefully, um, yeah. It's it was an interesting training because obviously that was I don't know about I'm sure you've been down there a few times. That's the first time I've seen the team since um, obviously the prelim final. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was intriguing to see like a bunch of players who. Maybe uh, weren't in the AFL picture last year. Probably will be this year. Like Jackson Bins looked good. Looking um, him, yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because Lemmy. I don't. I don't think so. Not yet. Not yet. I think. I think he's a full full year away from being considered. Agree with that. Um, Agree with that. Both of the Ruckman, I think, are both a full year away in terms of O'Keefe and Murkov, whether they make it or not. Mm. I don't think either will look like they will be playing any 40 day AFL level this year. Mm, yeah. But that's just me. So I Mer- could be wrong. Murkov's a long way away, I think. And fair enough, he's coming He's coming from a f- bit further back because yeah, of the heart is. issue. he is. Uh, McGovern looked crisp. He looked pretty fit. Yeah, who else stood out for you? One thing I've noticed, just generally speaking, not individual, not I'm not individualizing, the team itself, these training sessions, it, it has been. So I've been to every single open session that has been on during the preseason. We went to that closed session on Friday. It's been brutal. Well, that's what even David King was saying. He said it's the most brutal training brutal. He's, he's seen. I've I've never seen I've never seen a Carlton team in my life since I've been well engaged in the football train this way. And it comes as no shock that preliminary final. So. I think that's going to be the flavour under Vossi, clearly now. Uh, and these players are able to hit the capacity that they need to get to to actually go, mm. well, we don't know all the way, but we don't know if they can go all the way. But it seems as though the it seems as though the graph is starting to get up to levels where we want them to be. It is. And this is only going to be a nice little short pod because we've got the games coming up and we want to react to those. This is just yes. sort of based on what we saw on Friday. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So it wasn't really a session where we could gain huge amounts of information mm. from more just who's out on the track, who looks fully fit, who's ready to rock and roll for round zero. The general consensus at the ground from all of us Carlton Nuffs was <laughs> this This is the best list we've had. Period. Yeah, yeah. It, over a well, in, 15, 20 years. In period. my lifetime supporting, yeah, of course. Yeah, supporting exactly. the Blues, I agree which with I that. would say starts about 2003. Yeah, I'll agree with that. This is the best Carlton list, period. Yeah, yeah. Since you can consciously remember. Yes. Yeah, I agree and I that. think... Obviously, that means nothing. 
That is no, on, that well, is exactly on paper. right. No, exactly right. Yep. At yeah. the end of the day, yeah. you win you win games on turf, not paper. Correct. But it's yeah. nice to have depth to cover. Like if we have depth in most places, I would say the only place we don't have depth is the key forward situation. Mm. Um, but it's hard to have depth. I mean, how many key forwards can you have? Well, we have two. So. <laughs> well, that's a big, if you have three or four, you can't play three, you can't play four. Yeah. But you need to, I think you need to have one more on your list. And I think that'll, so they, they do have a, an open list spot, but they'll use it mid-season. Tom DeConing can go up forward. We saw that yeah. late in the season. I don't think you want him doing that. Yeah, I don't think you want him. But he, he can do that. He will play up there. There's no doubt about that. Of course. Because I think, I think it looks pretty clear they're going to play both Ruckman. Yeah. Yeah, to start the season. I think that looks clear too. Well, Touchwood, we Especially don't need to. Especially because Silvani is. Yeah, exactly right. Well, Touchwood, we don't need to go into the key forward depth or anything like that. But Harry Lemmy's there, so yep. sink or swim, son. Uh, all right, let's move into Thursday quickly. Mm-hmm. 11 a.m. Australian Eastern time. We'll both be there. Those wondering. We, are you, you're going to be there? I'll be there. Okay, confirm you'll be there. You'll write in the report. Assuming I can find my accreditation. Okay, yep. Yep. you'll be writing the report. Yes, sir. Okay, very good. Actually, funny that I need to get my accreditation sorted, by the way. Um, uh, now, what to look for on Thursday? Yes. Sam Dirt and Lewis Young? Yep. I think that is a straight one-on-one. I don't think they'll play Kemp mm-hmm. McGovern and uh, Kemp McGovern and March Bank as a trio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they'll play one of Young or Durden. I think Young looks to be ahead. There yes. are a few things that Durden did in that yeah, session I think that so. just made me made my gut churn. And I think <laughs> with, with the matchups being probably Danaher Lynch, Young has played well on on Lynch. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, Weedering's the one who usually takes Lynch. He is, yeah. But yeah, uh, Durden actually came into that side in the first season of Voss. Mm. I remember he did his knee in that game. Played the when one he game. came in, yeah, yeah. and looked and looked okay. Yeah, looked okay. But Young is the guy who in twenty twenty two, when Weedering was out, Lewis Young was excellent. Correct for six weeks, and then and he's I fallen think, off a cliff. Yep, yeah, but I think he he can play that fullback Weedering role, and I think he can play it mm. sufficiently. Yep for. Hopefully, what will be two games. Correct. And if it's a third game against North, well... So be it. So be it. So be it. Um, the other few things to look out for, Jesse Motlop potentially moving on the ball. Yeah, playing a bit higher up the ground. Which will be interesting. Same with Fantasia as well, playing higher up the ground. I don't know how that's going to work, but keep an eye out for those positional changes. And Doherty moving away from halfback, playing predominantly predominantly on the ball and potentially yeah. through half forward Doherty's as well. is an interesting one because whenever I... like, I know you hate a best 22, but whenever you, whenever you do one, he feels like the odd man out. He doesn't have a bona fide He's Inspector spot. Gadget at the moment. He's, you start, you put him on the bench, yep. and you, you wait to see what he does. So I'm curious to see what, how, where he starts. Uh, Matt Kennedy v. George Hewitt. Does Jackson Bins push ahead of anyone else? Lockie Fogarty, David Cunningham, Matt Cottrell, probably only picking two of them in round mm, zero. Mm. Uh, obviously, Elijah Hollins will play in both of these practice games. He will, but yes. he can't play even at VFL level until Correct. after he serves a two-game ban, which is round zero, mm. round one. Uh, yeah, as you said, Modlob, Fantasia, Always Durden. You, again, you're only probably picking two, maybe three of those. Yes, probably two. Yes, um, and then obviously, I hope we get to see a bit of bit of Lemmy, bit of Merkov, bit of O'Keefe. We'll see everybody. Yeah, we'll we will likely see more. We will likely see everybody and players who haven't played an AFL game yet, which is great. So, don't know how much we're going to get out of this practice game. Don't worry too much about the score. No. Actually, in fact, don't even worry about the score. Pretend the score isn't happening. Don't what you, even what you're looking for is who's taking the kickouts. Is Jordan Boyd taking yep. the kickouts? Does that mean he's probably playing round one? Uh, is Chincotta still in the the AFL level mix, or has mm-hmm. Lockie Cowan gone ahead of him? You know, little looks at Billy Wilson. Hopefully, we see some Rob Monaghan. Yes, that'd be fun. The Irishman. That'll be great he to see. He looked all right. 
That'll be great to see yeah. how the forward dynamic is going yep. to work as well. Can Jack Carroll push his way into the team? There's a lot of questions. He's one. He's one. The other thing I wanted to say just before we wrap up, that drill that they did where they were moving the ball to the open side, Yeah, it was up on the screen and they said it's open side drill. That's where they wanted, they wanted to move the ball from one pocket to the other and bring the ball out the fat side, which is what they mm. call it. Look out for that in this game. Yeah. Look out for that in this game on Thursday. Uh, so that's the link from Thursday, uh, Friday to Thursday podcast. Yes. This is what this has been, a link from that closed session into what's going to happen on Thursday. If you're there, come say hello. You and I will be there. We will. Um, Terry will be there. The whole Carlton Mafia will be there. So uh, hopefully all we want out of this game is no injuries. That is it. Getting some nice conditioning into these players as we prepare for our game against Brisbane at the Gabba. Um, we're done, mate. Which is all that matters, yeah. We can wrap up. Uh, what's this thing called again? The Untitled Carlton Podcast with an, Paul Sebastiani. An untitled, an untitled Blues Pod, to be specific, with Paul Sebastiani and Nick, Nick Negroponis. You can see our new graphic when this comes out on Spotify overnight crowd and hopefully Twitter on the other side. See you guys. Bye. And they will know that they've been playing.